We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, family, friends, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for an ice-cold Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Listen, there's a lot going on in Green Bay right now, and I feel like we could all use a moment to chill with a Coors Light. See, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors Light is what I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in their all-new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. Saturday, March 30th, 2019. Pack a day, your 24 7, 365 day a year. Pack a day podcast. I'm Jake Turner of PackersTalk.com. Joining me, of course, is my partner in crime, 32 years in the business, writer for BobMcGinnFootball.com. He's Mark Eckel. And Mark, welcome back, my friend. I'm, I'm doing well, Jake. How, how are you? I'm terrific. And yes, Packer fans out there. Thank you so much for all the checking in that you guys did for me. Uh, it's been a really busy month for me down at the Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting, but it was well worth it because the identity is alive. I've unlocked my potential, and there is nowhere but going up right now. And it's been a, just a whirlwind, but now April's going to be a little more calm, so there will be no delays when it comes to pack a day with me and Mark going forward on our time slots. So, sounds good. All right. <laughs> you sound so happy, Mark. So glad. We, I'm, I'm thrilled. All right. We got so much to get into. I mean, yes, we got we Sunday night. We got an opening night football game for the ages, of course, the oldest rivalry in the NFL. We're going to jump yeah, into. How what? How about that? The NFL kind of, I mean, usually the Super Bowl champion opens yes. open season, and this year they, they bypassed that. They say. They decided you know, let, to go. Let, let, let Packers and Bears honor the year of the NFL. Yeah, buddy. Year for the Packers, because the Packers actually started a year before the NFL did. 
I love it. I love it. And we're going to jump into that. Uh, also, we're going to talk a little bit about Jordy Nelson, some of the memories that we have. And also, a question that Packer fans have been asking, potential Hall of Famer. And, of course, we got preseason news already. We have possibilities of a team that's going to practice with the Packers, which is unheard of. So we got a lot to get into here. So let's jump into this now. Jordy Nelson has called it a career after 10-plus years in the NFL, and he was terrific. Second-round pick out of, the, out of Kansas State. Uh, he, right out the gate, really exploded on the scene, became something great for the Green Bay Packers, and I could definitely see him going in as a Packers Hall of Famer soon, jersey retired possibly and all this. But, Mark, i got to go to this because – Packers and the Bears are going to open up on on Thursday night, and I cannot wait for this game. But my favorite Jordy Nelson moment. It's a few months away yet. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. We're still in Mark. Doesn't matter. It's still awesome. It's still. And also, Mark, it's also awesome because the Bears are making these head scratching moves here, like sending Jordan Howard to the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I don't know what else to say about that, but I got to talk about this memory because a couple of years ago, I was able to watch Jordy Nelson right in front of my eyes at great seats, and it was about 15 below out. I had on every aspect of winter clothing you could think of, a uh, hat, mask, sunglasses, military-style boots, uh, pajama pants, so whatever I could think of to make me warm. The sun set across Soldier Field, and I believe it just it turned into the ice bowl there for a minute because I was just bone-shattering cold. And then Aaron Rodgers puts out the heat wave across the city of Chicago, throws it deep down the middle to Jordy Nelson. First down, Mesa Crosby comes out, kicks the game-winning field goal. Packers win the North. It's the greatest day ever. But I couldn't believe it because Jordy Nelson made this acrobatic diving catch that just sunk all Bear fans into their seats. It was crazy. It was like domino effect there. So I just wanted to bring that up here. Mark, what is your favorite Jordy Nelson moment? I don't know if I have a moment. Um, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to come, come clean with you, though. Come clean. All right. I'm, you know, I go back a long way. And come clean. I, I, is this I, an intervention? I, that, that draft. Of Jordy Nelson's draft, the Packers. If you remember, they traded they they traded out of the first round. Yes, they traded back, and they take Jordy Nelson with their second round pick. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like it. <laughs> I'm going to. I said, I said, what are they? First of all, why are they trading out of the first round? I don't like trading out of the first round. There were some good players available there. They traded back. They take this wide receiver from Kansas State, <laughs> and I'm saying that. Tell, tell me the last great receiver to come out of Kansas State. Kansas State doesn't produce any wide receivers, for God's sake. What do they do with this guy? <laughs> right? I'm not happy with the pick. Right? I'm going to be honest. I didn't, I, Jordy Nelson, Kansas State, I don't like this pick. And, it, it, you know, and then the, even the, even if, like his first year, I'm still saying, like, man, man they, they took this, they wasted a second round pick on this guy. You know? And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh. Now. <laughs> it's kind of like a little better than I thought. <laughs> this guy's actually really good. This guy, so I, I, you know, I don't, I, I don't make too many mistakes. I don't, I don't think in my all my years. I made a couple. 
Well, that's two uh, already, and you could tweet your hate out to at Mark Echo zero eight. No, 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 I come around. I come around. <laughs> no, I'm we're just kidding, kidding Packer fans. Most times with the Packers, especially with the Packers and Eagles as well, because I covered Eagles for a long time. Yes, you did. I've been pretty good when they've taken a guy. I've been like, okay, this guy's this is a good pick. I like this guy a lot. Blah blah blah. Oh, I'm not this. I didn't like this. And I would say 90 percent. I've been pretty good with it. Like it turned out the guy who I thought was good turned out to be good. The guys that you know. I didn't think we're going to be good. Didn't think I'm not to be so. Jerry Nelson was in that 12% or so that I was wrong about. And I'm happy I was wrong because, like I said, I didn't think it was a great pick. And it turned out to be, obviously, one of Ted Thompson's best picks ever. Uh, along with, and, and let's say this. Jerry Nelson was one of many second, third, second to third round picks by Ted Thompson at wide receiver. It turned out to be pretty darn doggone good. Yes, agreed. Agreed. It wasn't. It, it wasn't until the final five years of Ted Thompson's uh, tenure that where he kind of fell off a little bit. But before well, no, that, but not, if you look at the second, third, second and third round wide receivers Ted right. Thompson selected, he did a hell of a job there. You got Devontae Adams. Yep, out of Fresno State. Brent Jennings, James Jones. Um, the kid State. that got hurt. I forget his name. Terrence McGee. Uh, who probably would have been a very good player. Oh, if, yeah. If, I forgot yeah, about that. Um, I mean, that's, that's some pretty good players and pretty good wide receivers in this third round. So, anyway. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, I wish, you know what, my, my, my regret is, and it's probably Jordy's as well, it should have, wouldn't have been better if he retired last year. Or oh, I, year. I agree. I, I think you're he dead on, Mark, because better. the thing is with Jordy Nelson is that you know, he came off, go back to 2015, preseason game at Pittsburgh, tears his ACL out for the year. He comes back at 2016, this amazing comeback I'm back season. Back year, right? Excuse me? I, I believe he was comeback player of the year. Yes, he was. He, I think he had 14 touchdowns that year, and it was just, it was unbelievable. It was like he was revitalized. He was back. And then something happened and a couple more seasons later where you just sit there and go, I think he's lost a step. And you're hearing these Bottom NFL five. scouts. You're hearing Matt Miller of NFL Draft Scout talking about this. You're hearing Chris Landry talk about this. And you're sitting there going, oh, boy, is Jordy just not the same anymore? And then also another thing is with Jordy Nelson in his final year at Green Bay, he was really left on an island. He didn't have a quarterback that could stretch the field. He didn't have a quarterback he trusted as much as he had with Rodgers. When Rodgers went down, Jordy Nelson's productivity went down as well. And it was really sad to say that. But at the same time, I understand what the new regime had to do. They had to send Jordy Nelson away. They got to get rid of Randall Cobb, which they did. So, I mean, they were trying to clean it up. But, man, watching him with the Raiders, he just looked lost out there. He didn't look like he was interested. Uh, go ahead, Mark. No, I'm sorry. No, I was just saying that uh, just watching him in the Raiders, it just felt like I, I think this is his last year. He's not going to play again. He does, His numbers are down. His productivity is down. His yards up to the catch. Everything was just – it just didn't feel like Jordy Nelson that we grew and loved uh, with the Packers. But I think what's going to happen, and I, and I hope this does, one-day contract with the Packers. He retires with them. 
Then we see him in the Packers Hall of Fame someday. Bring the jersey up. Put his number on Lambeau Field right by Brett Favre and really just make this great because there are two guys that were terrific Packers over the last 15 years. One was Jordy Nelson and the other was Clay Matthews. Those two guys alone are going to be on Lambeau Field. They're going to be on the Wall of Fame going forward. That's how I feel right now. And I think just being able to have the luxury of having Jordy Nelson and watching him year to year uh, was just a great blessing. Okay. I've left Mark I'm, speechless. I'm Ladies I'm and gentlemen, I thought for a moment, Mark, I left you speechless. I was almost about no, to no, mark no. the date. No, yeah, yeah, well, I can't <laughs> add anything that you said. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not so sure. He'll definitely be in the Tiger Hall of Fame. There's no doubt about yes. that. No, zero, there's no 0% chance that he does not go in the Hall of Fame. Right. Um, I don't know about retiring. Would you retire Clay Matthews or Jordy Nelson? I have to retire one. Retire just one. Clay Matthews. Clay Matthews. Okay, and why is that? Uh, I just think I think Clay taking nothing away from Jordy, taking nothing. This is not a knock okay. on Jerry Hall. I just think Clay's had more of an impact. I think, yeah. Uh, his position uh, as an outside linebacker in a 3-4 defense, a pass, the, the pass rushers, the guy that the, the offense feared, um, just meant more to the success of the Packers. I think nothing away from Jordy Nelson. Um, I just think Clay was the face of that defense for Agreed. a lot of years. Jordy was a great player on offense, but he was never the face of the offense. It was always Aaron. So, just because of that. I mean, if you told me I can only pick one, so I, I, I would pick one. This is the Pack-A-Day Podcast. Uh, you're listening to it on iTunes. Oh, we're all over the internet. And I'm Jake Turner of uh, PackersTalk.com. Mark Echo of BobAndGinFootball.com. Joining you here on Saturday, March 30th, 2019. I can't believe it's almost April. This is maddening. We're going to actually have the NFL draft on April 25th. I, I can't believe that. In Nashville. But I'm there- Excuse me? Yes, about, I've, I've been waiting for a draft since the season. So. <laughs> I am too. I've been dying for the I've been dying for the draft. I know because they got those two picks and I'm really excited to see what the Packers do with those two first rounders. I really am. Yeah. Uh, but it's something interesting is also happening when we talk about the Raiders, you know, with Jordy Nelson, you know, having that Raiders to the Packers. Now we got some news happening that the Packers and the Raiders are playing in Canada? Where, Mark? Um, team president Mark Murphy kind of dropped that during the owners' meetings. Um, the Packers and Raiders will play a preseason game this year. That's that's for certain. Uh, it's supposed to be a Raider home game. Okay. Uh, since the Raiders don't even know if they have a home, so they're kind of <laughs> a homeless franchise right, right now, I guess. Um, so there's room, you 
know, and you know how the NFL is—they want to put games in as many different places as they can. They play they in do. Europe they do. three, four times a year. They play in Mexico City now. Um, the Bills, I think, have played a couple games in, in they Canada. They Toronto. Um, so apparently, according to Murphy, they, they're, they're working out the details still. They're, I guess they're not sure exactly where in Canada they're, 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 they're going to play. Um, but he made it pretty clear. It looks like the, that, that Packer Raider preseason game uh, will be north of the border. That's unbelievable. Mark, I, I, this is something I haven't seen the Green Bay Packers do ever. And I mean... What what led to Mark Murphy deciding on this? That something that Ted Thompson wouldn't do, that what Ron Wolf wouldn't do, that Tom Bratz wouldn't do. God rest his soul. What is it about going north of the border for the Packers? And it's not a home game. Thank goodness, Lambeau fans. No, because... yeah, they're not giving up. I don't think it's very short. I think it's more the Raiders. To be honest with you. I okay, think so, the, all right. The so saying the league likes they, this is what it's all. It's about money. Let's <clears throat> be honest. It's the, the NFL is a money-making, you know... A machine. A billion-dollar a billion yeah, machine. Right, they, they just print money. So the Terminator. It's a good way it. to put a game in Canada. I mean, like I said, the Raiders don't know where to play. Mm-hmm. So why wait? Why have a preseason game somewhere and out who knows where? Put it in Canada. Let a, let a bunch of people that don't get a chance to see NFL football spend, spend their Canadian dollars on the NFL. <laughs> and why not send them Okay, but where though, Mark? I mean, we got Winnipeg, we got Edmonton, oh, and we got Toronto no. or Vancouver. It could be one of those places. I don't know, Edmonton maybe. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I mean, there's plenty of feel. I mean, they they, they had the CFL. Have, by the way, have you ever seen the Edmonton Eskimos uniforms? The what? The Edmonton Eskimos. No, I haven't. Their uniforms look very similar to the Green Bay Packers. By the way. Oh, that. Oh, in the CFL. Yeah. Oh, yes, 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 I have seen that. Yes, I have. Yeah, they, they, they have the same green and gold. Um, but, I mean, I don't know where they're going to play, but it's not the worst thing. It's a preseason game. Yeah, who cares? I mean, like I said, well, the Packers aren't giving up a game to Lambo. That, exactly. Dirty. Exactly. So, I mean, and I'm glad that Packers you came on here to, to you know, correct that. Because, I mean, there were okay. Packer fans understanding that, oh, my goodness, did we just lose a game at Lambo no, Field, which is like God, a kiss no, of no, death. That wouldn't happen in Bill No, it never will happen. That. That's exactly, Mark, why the Packers will never surrender a home game just to go play in Europe. If yeah, they go to Europe, it has to be as a visitor. Otherwise, no deal. Because there's nothing, nothing like going to Lambeau Field to watch a football game. There is nothing. And I don't care if you're a Cowboy fan, Bear fan, Bay, uh, Browns fan. There is nothing like going to Lambeau Field. Nothing. So. Okay, relax. Again, relax. They're not losing a home game, okay? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the homeless team. So hey, I'm just, so. I'm just reminding everybody that no, you know, Lambeau Field is it's a bucket list moment. Know. People know. Either Packer fans are intelligent. <laughs> they know they're not losing a home They're very intelligent. I love talking to Packer fans. You're talking to Packer Yes, but I still, but I still like talking about that. I mean, it's just well, a reminder. Well, it's not. It's the Raiders. The Raiders are losing, and they don't even have a home. So it's not, no big deal. <laughs> I don't even know where they are. I think it's good. It gives people up in Canada a chance to see an NFL game. You know, why not? I like it. I like okay, it. I got no now, 
there's something else that's oh God, happening. The bigger news, the bigger news coming out of next year's preseason. Go for it, Mark. I think that is the little bombshell that that new head coach um, Matt Lafleur dropped on on the media when he said that the Packers are going to practice. He plans on on having you know uh, scrimmages or practices with another team during during training camp. Wow. And what's that? I said, wow. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not on you. I mean, it, it, it happens all around the league. Teams, it does, but... Teams have done it all the time. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't want to say the Packers have never, has never, have never done it, because I don't know that for a fact. They haven't done it in a long time. Um, when was the last I, time? I, I can't re- remember. I mean, there, there may have been way, way back. I don't, I don't remember uh-huh. every detail back during the Dan Devine years or whatever, but... Um, it's been a while the Packers had ever did it, but I covered the Eagles for a long time. They they did it a lot. Um, going back to Buddy Ryan did it a couple of times. He practiced with the Falcons one year. He practiced with the Lions one year. Um, he practiced, I believe, with there's a third one. I can't remember. I want to say Tampa Bay, maybe. Um, he, he did it three of his five years. Um, Rich Kotite did it with the New York Jets one oh, year. Um, then Andy Reid, Ray, Ray Rhodes did it with uh, Buffalo one year, and I, I, I don't, another team too. I don't remember. I, I want to say Cleveland, maybe. Um, but they, all the coach, Andy Reid was the only one. He didn't. Andy didn't like to do it, probably because he came from Green Bay, where they never did it. So, um, so in all those years, the Eagles never did it. Then Chip Kelly came in, and, and he did it with the Patriots twice and the Ravens once. Um, and, it, and the players kind of like it. Mm-hmm. Because if, if you've ever been to a training camp, I don't know if if, if, if you have or not, Jake. But oh, definitely, I've been to a million of them, and they play. You know, after a while, you get tired of beating on yourself. You know, mm-hmm. and as your teammate, you you get tired of of like you know going against your your own guy every day in practice. So that gives you a little bit of a break where you get a you, you get to see another team, see some different. You know, if you're an offense, you, you get to see a different defensive look, the defense gets to see a different offensive look, and you, you, you get to beat up on some other guys for a change. <laughs> um, I'm serious. It's, 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 I don't, I, there's no real downside to it, I don't think. Um, okay, I mean, so, you know, like, uh, so okay. there is no downside, but the last time that the Packers did this was back in 2005, and that was when Mike Sherman was the coach. He brought oh, the really? Buffalo Bills. I don't remember that. They never did under McCarthy, though. Never did. Sherman did do it, though. Okay. I, yep. I didn't remember that at all. So that was the last time. With the Bills, huh? Yep. Was it in Green Bay or in, in Buffalo? It was in Green Bay. Okay. It was in Green it Bay. Sounds yeah. like it, I it like sounds like it's going to be in Green Bay, too. That is crazy. Well, I, like I said, the season of change continues in Green Bay. Now, my, my, my guess, now who do you think... Again, we have no idea. We're just going to speculate. Right, but no, but I mean, it's March and it's fun to speculate. Well, let's see here. I got to ask: Is the preseason schedule out yet? That's my question. No. No. No, Okay. Uh, I mean, the obvious choice is Tennessee. The obvious connected dots is Tennessee because that's where Lafleur came from. So he's friends with. He did it with Tam- yeah. He did it uh, last year when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers came into town. So they did a uh, another team, and then when he was working with Sean McVay, uh, he also did it with the Rams. But my question though is, 
Are they going to do this in the preseason, in the finale? Or are they going to actually oh, no, talk no, no. to it's the Bears? It's always and Is there a chance that the Packers and the Bears would do a joint no, practice? No, no, no. Okay, okay. No. Hey, just speculating. I doubt, I doubt that it's even a team in the NFC. It'll probably be a team in the, in the AFC. And like I said, an educated guess is Tennessee only because LaFleur knows they know. It's usually, like again, with, with, with the Eagles, there was always somebody that knew somebody. Like, um, okay. But Mark, what if it was did it with Cleveland? Because they were friends. Uh, they did it, he did it with, with, with John Harbaugh because uh, Kelly knew Jim Harbaugh mm-hmm. so well. Okay. And then, so that, that was that was the, the connection there. Um, I forget who Ray Ray Rhodes did it with Buffalo. I don't remember who the Buffalo head, head coach was. I, mean, I think it was Wade Phillips. Who yeah, Wade it was Wade. They they, uh, they they knew each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's usually somebody. It's usually the coach is a friend of the coach from wherever, and that's why they. That's kind of why they do it. And they, you know, Mark, I'll give you a team. I'll give you a team that people would just go crazy if this actually happened in a joint practice. What about the Cleveland Browns? John Dorsey. Yeah. <laughs> that would be interesting. That would be interesting. I don't think so. I don't think. I think there's too much. Um, oh, man. Baker versus Aaron. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I just, I, that, would be, that would be fun. It would be. It, yeah, I, I got you. I, got you I don't know it. if the Packers want to bring all those old Packers back into Green Bay to practice. Man, that would be I don't know if they want to do that. Oh, that would man. be interesting. From a fan's mm-hmm. perspective, that would be great. From oh, a they, fan's it, perspective, you know. Wall-to-wall media. It, because everybody would be like, Baker Mayfield versus Aaron Rodgers, OBJ versus Devontae Adams. Oh, well, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it, the list goes on and on. And, I mean, with the new Packers that they brought in, I mean, I, I know people are excited to see the likes of – Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith, oh, yeah. you know, really showing something, and it's uh, that would be interesting. That would be very, very interesting, and and uh, a lot of a lot of fun. It'd be a lot of yeah. fun. But I, I, I'm gonna, you, I'm gonna, I'm, if I have to bet, I'm gonna bet on Tennessee or Cleveland. <laughs> okay, no, that's fair. That's fair. I, I I like what Tennessee is doing right now in free agency, so I, I get that they got a great. I'm trying to think who else would be a connection that. If Lafleur has any oh, other, let's see. Uh, he has doing San Francisco, but I don't think it, if I don't think they would do it with a team that, that they might play during the season. Do the do the did the Packers and Niners play this year? I don't think they do. Uh, the schedule hasn't come out yet, so oh, we yes, yes. are not I mean, it's, sure. The uh, teams have come out. The teams have come out. Uh, I don't think they. Play, I don't think they. they, they no, play don't, the we don't play the West this year. Uh, no, but they. But then they both come in third place. Uh, who did? Packers and Niners both came to. What, what, yes, what place did the Niners come in last year? They came to third or fourth. <laughs> oh, no, the Niners came to fourth, so no, the Packers wouldn't play the 49ers. Yeah, too true. No, 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 the Niners did come to third. Arizona came to fourth. So they would play during the season, so they probably won't. I don't think you would practice with a team that you play during the season. No, I don't want to see that. That That's one thing I definitely don't okay, want yeah, to so see. They, they, right. they it would not be the Niners. No, that, that would um, be pretty ridiculous. I'm, I'm still saying Tennessee until proven. I'm going to go outside the box. I'm going Cleveland because I, I want to see. Well, you, I want to see. You're, that. No, you're looking for the story. That, that is the I best am. story. 
Hey, I guess that's why I'm here. Remember? Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting. That's why I'm here. (laughs) I don't know if the Packers would welcome all those old Packers back in there. (laughs) They didn't let that leave on the best of terms. Uh, this is the, be fun. That would be the fun one. I, I don't it know. would. This is the Pack-A-Day Podcast. I'm Jake Turner at PackersTalk.com. Uh, joining me is Mark Echo at BobMcGinnFootball.com. Uh, Mark, before we say goodbye, you got any final thoughts uh, about Jordy Nelson at all or just uh, what we've covered today? No, I just think like we already said, a great career. I wish it, I wish he would have just played his whole career with the Packers and well, not gone out that year and year and with the Raiders. Um, and like you said, I'm sure he will come back, um, probably find that whatever one. Although, I, I read some things on social media and stuff that are kind of interesting. Like, maybe bring him back and and let him um, play in that, what do they have, that, that, um, that nighttime scrimmage thing they have. With the F- oh, thing. yes, uh, at St. Norbert's. Don't they call it like family night or something? That, that, oh, that family night. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. you got to have family night. That's a tradition. Let him, like no let other. Him, let him dress that night and maybe let Aaron throw him a pass or two. Right. I mean, no injuries, you know, please. The fans would go crazy. Definitely. Definitely they would. If Jordy Nelson came back on family night, everybody would whip out their cell phones and be sitting there going, I just saw the greatest moment ever. <laughs> awesome. Oh, Mark, it's so good to hear your voice again and working with you on Pack-A-Day, and uh, I'll see you in a few weeks. All right. Sounds good, Jake. All right. Take care, buddy. All right. That All was right. Mark Echo, BobAgainFootball.com. Please check it out. He has always great stuff to, to talk about here. I just want to say to all the Packer faithful, and that includes also Andy Herman and Zachary Jacobson, uh, I'm glad to be back. Uh, they were very, very nice to me and understood, you know, what I was trying to accomplish. Uh, same thing with PackersTalk.com uh, with uh, Al Bracco. Uh, thank you to all of you because if it wasn't for this great nucle- nucleus of talent that gave me this chance to continue my dream with the Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting so I can continue to really build up this product, it really does mean a lot to me. So I thank them. We're going to have so much coming up here because – we're going to have a little cross-promoting. You know, we got Andy Herman of Cheesehead TV. He's going to be joining me on my Turning Points podcast in the next few weeks. We are still working on the, the time. But when we do, we will be able to get that out here. Plus, we are also going to simulcast my podcast, Turning Points. And you're going to, and when you go on social media, it's going to be hard not to be able to click on this. Because if I have an interview with Andy Herman, for example, I'll take an em- excerpt from the interview and put it on there uh, to talk about. And I definitely want to bring him in uh, very soon. Same with Zachary Jacobson uh, as well, because I I loved working with Zachary. It, Zachary was just a blast to work with, and I I, I just love being part of Pack a Day. It really just helps me with reps and makes me feel good. And you know, working with Mark Eckel, it's a it's a blessing in disguise. So. I'm so glad to be back with the Packer Faithful. I'm happy to doing this podcast every two weeks with Mark Eckel, and I can't wait to see what we can do next because, like I said, there's still free agency still out there. There's still the draft to be talked about, and I can't wait. Before we go, I just want to give a couple of little nuggets of news in the NFL. We'll start off with the Chicago Bears and the Philadelphia Eagles made a deal. They're sending Jordan Howard running back to the Philadelphia Eagles and the 
Uh, Chicago Bears will receive the 2020 sixth round pick. Speaking about that also, the Dallas Cowboys have put the clamps on Demarcus Lawrence by trading for Robert Quinn of the Miami Dolphins. And they will get a 2020 sixth round pick. I'd say this right now, Cowboys got a heck of a deal off that. They only had to pay Robert Quinn $8 million. So that was actually a pretty good move. But Demarcus Lawrence... The clock is ticking, bud, because you just lost all that power. You're like George Costanza in Seinfeld right now. You got no hand in this relationship anymore. So that's been that's a, some of the nuggets around the NFL coming up. And then, of course, we know the new rule about the pass interference and the non-calls going to be used as challenges. So a lot is still happening here in the NFL and, of course, in the Packers. Just to recap real quick, Jordy Nelson is retired after 10-plus years in the NFL uh, the Packers will be doing a preseason game with the Oakland Raiders coming up in Canada. And the Packers will be having a joint practice with another football team. The first time since 2005 when Mike Sherman brought the Buffalo Bills into Green Bay. <sighs> Never a dull moment here on Pack-A-Day. So for next time, for Mark Eckel, I'm Jake Turner. And we will see you next time. And in the three greatest words in the, in the dictionary of the Green Bay Packers is... Go Pack Go. We'll see you next time on Pack-A-Day. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.
six, trailing 30 to 23, two minutes straight up to go in the game. San Francisco showing a blitz through the A-gap, and here they come. Rodgers looking, throws left side of the end zone. Yes! Touchdown! Yes! Devontae Adams, left corner of the end zone from Aaron Rodgers. 16-yard touchdown pass, the Packers an extra point away from getting this game tied. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.